Yay! Podcast episode three! How many times have I started this thing with yay? Every time! <laughs> I need to stop doing that. Do you have any suggestions for outro- like intros? I don't know. Oh, dang. <laughs> well, welcome back to See You in the Movies. As always, I'm Maria. I like movies. And this episode is very, very special to me because this is the person who showed me good movies and told me that my movie taste was trash and then educated me and now I'm better. It's my brother, Joe! Hey. You should say <laughs> some words. Oh, well, um, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. I'm, I'm happy to uh, hang out with you and support you any way that I can. And... What a gentleman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so this week we watched JoJo's, well, we call him JoJo. Some people call him JJ. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, this week we watched your favorite movie, which is? Casino Royale. Woo! Might want to talk a little louder. Casino Royale. Yeah, pew pew pew. James <laughs> Bond, everybody. Great movie. Not gonna lie, we just watched it. Um, it's also Christmas Eve, so wherever you're at, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Christmaka, Happy Christmaka. Shout out <laughs> Seth Cohen, <laughs> dude. If you the OC is so good. Yeah. It's so good. I rewatched it the other day. I was like. It's good. Seth Cohen. That's like the beginning of my high school experience. Really? Yeah. Dude, that's so weird because like, do you know what Gossip Girl is? Uh, Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. Okay, basically imagine the OC, mm. but in New York and Blake Lively. That's literally what Gossip Girl is. And every girl my age is like, oh my God, Gossip Girl was like it. I was like, <laughs> you haven't even seen the OC. Calm down. <laughs> anyway. So, Casino Royale, great movie. Um, so, what, what, why is it your favorite movie? You know, how'd you get into it? What was it like the first time you watched it? Wow. Okay. This is, uh, it's taking me back. So, it came out in 2006. And... Uh, fact check? That's correct. 2006. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, I actually saw it with my dad correction our dad our dad yeah <laughs> we are dad. related yeah brother. i saw it with dad um keep in mind my brother is 11 years older than me yeah so it's a fun dynamic a very fun <laughs> dynamic i'm actually the younger brother <laughs> that's what it feels like sometimes nah. um, so you saw it with dad yeah so i saw it with dad and i didn't actually know it was my favorite movie at the time it definitely had an effect on me yeah but i was just kind of like just watching a movie with my dad, and that's always kind of like a special thing. you see thing. it in theaters? I did. I saw it in theaters, and oh, it was incredible. I mean, I was so pumped up from that movie. Like, really? I went to the bathroom half, <laughs> halfway through. We just cut it off there. I, I just, just went to the bathroom. No, no, no. I mean, like, I, I remember going to the bathroom just being so amped, because I was, like, talking to someone. I was like, oh my gosh, this movie is crazy. Like, I was just, like, I don't know. It just really pumped me up. And it, it, afterwards... I had that whole feeling of like when you leave a movie once in a while and it's like you don't say anything in the car. You're just kind of like driving and you just hear like kind of like that empty noise. Yeah. You know? And it's like, wow. 
I just like experienced something. Dude, yeah. And yeah, it, it didn't I didn't know it though, you know, like I it was just like, wow, that was a really good movie. And then uh later on, I was actually uh with our with our uncle Cesar. Oh, yes, Tio Cesar. What's <laughs> Tio up? Tio Cesar, yeah. Shout out um, to all the Rincon cousins. We're supposed we're not supposed to be at Christmas, but we miss y'all. Yeah, we miss you guys. Everyone in Houston. Everyone. Um Tio Cesar. Tio Cesar, yeah. He's uh he's a very giving kind of guy, Great right? Guy. So like eleven out of ten man. Yeah, I, I totally <laughs> agree with that. And I was staying with him and like, you know, I was kinda like in this phase where I was really into like business success stuff. I remember. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um and he was giving me all this free stuff, right? Because oh, you know, I wanna whatever, I want you to learn the same stuff. But um he told me that he couldn't really handle violence that well. So he was like, hey, if you want this. And he gave me like a Blu-ray of Casino Royale. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, it's a great movie, you know. And then I watched it again and I was like, oh, wow, okay, you know. And then yeah. I, I watched it again and I feel like maybe like two or three times it just kind of hit me. I was like, it's a really good movie, like. How many times do you think you've seen this movie? my favorite movie. I must have seen this movie at least a hundred times. Really? Uh, I, I We tend to like exaggerate. Like 50, yeah. Yeah, like for sure 50. I was, like, legitimately, I do believe that I've seen this 50 times. Dang. Yeah, I, I could watch it every day. It's so good. I will say, mm. I've seen it like four times, mm -hmm. five times. It gets better every time you right. watch it. It's it so many layers. Really well. Yeah. Like, dude, I saw your face <laughs> watching it. Yeah, I was very entertained. You were mesmerized. Yeah. I mean, you were like, oh wow, that's I've literally better seen it than four I times remember. Before. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. That same thing happened to me. Yeah. I was like, fourth time, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Casino Royale is. The Can bomb. I cuss? Oh, uh, yeah. You uh, get three. You get three. It's the shiz. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? So what do you think your favorite movie was before you watched Oh, easy. easy. That's um, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Oh, great movie. That's still, real. Still probably like. That's top five Second or like tied for first. Yeah. But Casino Royale. I mean, do you want to know like why it's my favorite movie? You can, yeah, go for it. I mean, I it's hard to say. It's like Why, true love. Casino Royale? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, when you know, you know. Yeah. Right? It just like feels right. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, it's just, it's crazy because like watching it again. Yeah. I noticed that it was shot in a way that was very like Hitchcock style. Very well shot. Yeah, right? Like. Extremely well shot. It, it definitely kind of felt like it was um, storyboarded. Yeah. Like they had the. I remember the scene where like he was with the um he was playing poker with the one guy <coughs> and his wife was there and she came in and she kissed him on the cheek and he looked away and James Bond's watching this. Yeah. So he's thinking like okay, she's neglected. So I can go in and scoop her up and I can get intel and information on him to get him. Yeah. So then he uses like seduction to get her to get to him. Yeah. But like just the way that they show that without any dialogue is crazy. I know. Honestly, the first hour of this movie, there's like four lines. I, it's, it's crazy. If you I know. It's almost like a silent movie. Dude. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that. Let me yeah. get into... I don't think most people my age have seen Casino Royale. Such a they, shame. I think if they 
think James Bond, they think of Skyfall. Yeah. I know. We both have we both have opinions on Skyfall. Right. Um, so let me just get into the boring details of it all. <laughs> uh Casino Royale first reboot uh since the nineties of the Pierce Brosnan movies, first Daniel Craig Bond, first I don't know if it was the first James Bond novel. I think it, it was. was, right? Yeah, yeah. Ian Fleming novel. Um, no. This is considered the most faithful adaptation Absolutely. of, of a James Bond novel. That's why it's so good. Yeah. Um, director Martin Campbell also Love did... Him. The yeah, Mask really? of Zorro. Mask of Zorro, great oh, movie. Yeah. But I don't think he's made anything else. Goldeneye. First Pierce Brosnan. There's another trivia for you. Yeah. So he actually started like two James Bond eras, right? Like the Pierce Brosnan and then the Daniel Craig. And he nailed them both. They're both. I the actually best. have it. I'm not a big James Bond. Yeah. I've seen that's like okay. Casino Royale, Skyfall, Spectre. Goldeneye is really good. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I know. I feel one. like I should have seen the Connery ones, but for whatever reason, I just never got that into James Bond. But I love this movie. Yeah. It's so good. It, it I feel like if you don't really know anything about James Bond, you can watch this movie and you'll be like hooked almost. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know what's funny? I actually I had a big fight with a friend. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, it wasn't like a real, like, serious fight, but we just kind of, like, we would tease each other, right? Because I would say Casino Royale is, is the better movie between Casino Royale and Gladiator. Oh, my God. It's so much better than Gladiator. Right? But, like... Dude, do you know average... what movies came out in 2000 that are a million times better than Gladiator? I literally All talked about them? this. I literally <laughs> talked about this in the last episode. Gladiator's good. No, it's, it's not... good. But, like, Memento came out that year. Mm. Requiem for a Dream came out that year. Yeah. Um, the greatest movie of all time, X-Men, came out that year. Oh, right. The original. Oh, it's pretty, underrated. That's underrated. X2, yeah, too. X underrated. One, underrated, There were, like, sure. a ton of movies that came out that year that mm. I would argue were way better than Gladiator. <laughs> but, you know, I'm I mean, not going to disrespect your friends. So. Gladiator's whatever, you know. My it's friend. good, but it's, like, one of those movies you watch once and you're like, I'm done. Well, the thing is, like, your common everyday person hasn't watched Casino Royale four times like us. That's true. So they didn't get to the point where it was like, amazing. That's so true. like we would walk around the gym and just ask people. Yeah. And they would be like, Gladiator. And I'm like, okay. Well, Gladiator has a really good soundtrack. Yeah. I will well, say that. and you're not, you shouldn't ask that in a gym. <laughs> That's true. Right? Like, come on. You of get all the, they're going to say yeah, Gladiator. All the bros. All the right? bros. I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, director Martin Campbell. Um, 21st Bond film overall. Budget 150 million, grossed 600 million worldwide. So nice. huge profit. Yeah. Money, money. Um, lead actors, first Daniel Craig, mm -hmm. Bond. And he is so good in this movie. So good. Like, also, there was like some, for those of you who don't know, there was so much. I'm going to use my curse word. Sure. There was so much fucking controversy to this day about how Daniel Craig is like an inferior Bond because he's blonde and has Wait, blue oh, eyes. Oh, no way. People still say that? I think I think they secretly do. I feel like people forgot about that pretty quick once really? Casino Royale came out. Yeah. Like, it was a big thing before. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, you can't have a blonde James Bond. Like, that's yeah. the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's a character. Yeah. So, Amen. then the movie comes out. And now everybody's like, dude, Daniel Craig is the shit. Like, Daniel <laughs> Craig is the best James Bond. And, I mean, it's clear, like, he just took it in a new... Yeah. You know, he, he made it his own, and, like... Yeah. 
Well, I was telling you earlier mm-hmm. when we were watching this, mm-hmm. what I love about his performance is that he literally says like four lines of dialogue in an hour, the first hour, mm-hmm. and he has so much personality. Yeah. It's just so subtle. It's like literally little smirks, mm-hmm. you know? It's so subtle. And he like m- perfectly encapsulates the mysterious aspect of Bond. Right. Where he's not this like, ha ha ha, I'm gonna sleep with Choose girls ball. and kill Choose a guy. Yeah. yeah, he's like very like, oh, this could really be an MI6 agent. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's grounded, but it's mysterious. Oh my God, Daniel Craig is so good. It's crazy like just watching him sprint. And like watching, like the way yeah. he punches people is so visceral. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like I truly believe this guy's an assassin, dude. You know, know what I mean? And I then know. there's like I don't know. It's incredible. I agree. Other notable actors in this movie: Eva Green, amazing. Uh, I actually watched an interview with her. So W Magazine, it's like a Vogue kind of mm. magazine. They do these like online interviews with Lynn Hirschberg who's like a very famous photographer and it's basically like a screen test and she just like interviews actors and she interviewed Eva Green it's called like the Lynn Hirschberg screen test there's like a million of them you can just Mm. find them on YouTube and she did one with Eva Green and Eva Green was talking about how what it was like being cast as a Bond girl what'd she say because they approached her I'm pretty sure yeah and she was like so confused she was like, why would you ever want me as a Bond girl? Like, look yeah. at me. I'm not the type. Right. So they like, and I think they did that very intelligently in this movie. They went against the typical Bond girl. That's what makes it good. It makes it so much better. Yeah. You know, because you have the typical Bond girl with the other chick, whatever. I don't know her name. I don't know the actress. The, the what? Oh, yeah. That's like stereotypical, uh, you know? But then when you get Eva Green or Vesper, her name's Vesper in the movie. Yeah. It's like. Well, she's it's, so well developed. I know. But but also, like, you respect her. She's independent. She's actually intelligent, which never happens for these kind of movies. Yeah. And on top of that, I really think they have great chemistry. They really Their do. Their chemistry is insane. I know. And, I mean, it, it really shows. I, That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, other notable actor, who I think is the most underrated actor working today, Mads Mikkelsen. Amen. So good. So good. And it's again like that thing where he's just so subtle. Yeah. And you know everything about him, you know? And it's so hard to convey that with characters, I think, in films. Like a lot of times you get a bad guy like who clearly has no motivation. He's just there to be the bad guy. And then you're like, oh, that's the bad guy. To me, I know everything about Mads Mikkelsen's character Mm -hmm. and like why he's doing what he's doing. The danger and stress he's under. Right. And it's just so well developed, you know? Yeah. And you know, the other thing with that, and I think this really... Yeah. Le chiffre. (laughs) Um, I think um, this actually really makes the movie like so much better than like your stereotypical Bond movie. Like every single Bond villain up until Le Chiffre wanted to like take over the world or like yeah i wrote that you know down I, mean? I wrote that down in my and they're like, still doing that like with the new movie i like, don't know why yeah I, I i still think the new movie looks amazing but oh. he is we'll like, talk about the trailer yeah, we'll unpack it totally. um, okay. at the end but i wrote that down in my like notes here i said mm-hmm. this is the only bond movie where it's like an isolated mission right not larger than life plot 
It's going to fit into the next movie. There's going to be an even bigger bad guy. Like, no, you know, this is like a mission for Bond. Right. It's not like larger than life. And I really like that because I think a lot of times with like. It's very subdued. Yeah. And I can't help but draw the example of like Marvel. Mm -hmm. I think the success of Marvel. I know this was before that, but I feel like post Iron Man, every freaking studio was like, we need to have a universe. Yeah. And it's really done a lot of harm, I think, to a lot of like movies that could have been great. Um, and this is one of those movies that I really think intelligently chose not to do that. Obviously there's little hints that feed into. There's a bigger picture behind it. Yeah. But like, they're not going for the bigger picture. No. Right. Not at all. Like. It's so Bond focused on him. Yeah. And like this isolated. Right. He has to get this job done, you know? Yeah. And that's how focused he is. That's like another thing we talked about. Yeah. insane i know you said he was like a terminator he just like yeah he has one thing on his mind he has to do this one thing i don't even think like i remember watching any scene in the movie where he blinks i don't like think so. he's just there's like never a scene where he's like eating you know what i mean no he's it's never just, like oh well, i guess no there human. is a scene where he's eating at the end after he oh right, right right but yeah. that's not really you know what i mean yeah he's not in 007 mode he's like oh i'm with the woman i love mode but when yeah. he's in that 007 mode, it's like, you cannot stop this guy. Totally. He will not be stopped. But you know what else I liked was, I feel like James Bond is like a larger than life like kind of character, right? Like almost not even human. And I feel like they really, even though they didn't have like scenes of him eating and things like that, I really do feel like they did a great job humanizing him. Oh, yeah. In those tiny little moments, well, like that scene in the shower. Yeah. Where the girls, or where Eva Green is like on the ground and the water is pouring down They just her face. killed those people, yeah. They just killed the people and he's there comforting her. Yeah. And that is not a Bond thing to do at all. Well, do you know what's interesting? As yeah. I was reading a review doing my half-ass internet research, as mm-hmm. Bill Simmons calls it. And <laughs> this movie is the movie where... Bond first becomes a 007 and gets the last of his humanity beaten out of him. Yeah. So from this mo- like this movie forward, he doesn't have any more of those human moments. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like the betray her betrayal is supposed to be the final like he is the job, he is not a person. Well, it's the first story, right? Yeah. So this is him becoming Bond. It's a very much to me this is a very good origin story for I Bond. I agree. Right? It's wow. it really really is an arc, you know? Yeah. It I feel like that's what I don't love about like Skyfall. That's what I didn't really like about Spectre. I feel like James Bond was very it wasn't an arc, you know, with him. He didn't learn anything new. He didn't develop anything. It was just the story going on around him. Mm-hmm. And this is like him. Right. You know? So good. Um, other fun facts. So 90 good. So, so good. good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. What was Highest rated Bond movie, I think. Uh, Skyfall was 92. I'm sorry, but you got to say that again. Uh, what was Skyfall? 90, 90 what? 92. 92? Yeah. And, and Casino Royale was... 95! 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. And Rotten Tomatoes is the only truth I know. Yeah. And just kidding. <laughs> it's really high for the audience, too. Not just the really? critics. I Here, think so, yeah. Casino Royale. We're doing a quick fact check. 
aka me on my computer. Uh, well, that turned out to nothing, so... Yeah. It's fine. I think it's... I mean, it's 8.0 on IMDb. Guess what the audience score is? 99. 89. But... 89 is ridiculous. 700,000 reviews. Just for... End, like, any time that the critics and the audience are on the same page... So and it's rare. really high. Yeah. That's like something special. I'm Amen. just saying. Um, so other notable movies that came out in 2006, Borat. I love Borat. Great I, movie. I'm a big Borat fan. Um, Children of Men. Yeah. Most underrated movie ever. You need to watch that movie. It's like my favorite movie. Everyone says that. Anyway, I, I just made a face because <laughs> I've never heard anyone talk about that movie, but I'm also 11 years younger than you. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, Little Miss Sunshine. Great movie. Great movie. Pan's Labyrinth. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Um, The Devil Wears Prada, which is one of my personal movies because I'm a girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Departed. Obviously, a obviously great movie. won that year for Best Picture. Yeah. And shout out to my friend Cameron Chisholm, his favorite movie of all time, and he will fight anyone and say this is the greatest movie of all time. Cars. <laughs> cars i know like room room <laughs> yeah like yeah like yeah. rascal flats life is a highway cars yeah. <laughs> like he loves that movie i think we're gonna do an episode on that with cam but um that's that's a cool one to like talk about right? cars yeah. owen wilson for like a podcast wow. like, i know i know yeah. i need to do some disney movies anyway right. anyone have any suggestions just text me you know whatever <laughs> um so let's get into the nitty-gritty I'm going to talk about the flaws I had with this movie. Okay. Feel free to debate me. Please do, do not. Do you want to debate? I, I don't know if I. Please do not attack me. No. We've had, me and my brother have had many debates about films. <laughs> All the time. That will last hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually had like very few flaws. I was very surprised. I was very surprised how few, like I will literally watch some of my favorite movies mm -hmm. and like tear them apart and i watched this movie and i was like there's not that much wrong with it like it's wow. pretty good yeah okay um excited number one this mm -hmm. is really nitpicky and stupid okay i always makes me mad when secret agents are like ha 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 and then the other guy's like ha ha your gun's not loaded and then the secret agent's like oh, yeah. and then he's like oh no like Aren't you a freaking MI6 agent? Can't you tell the weight difference of when a gun is loaded and not loaded? Yeah. That yeah. always bothers me in movies. If you if you look at like those kind of things, there were definitely some of those. Like the Miami airport thing. Yeah. It just like yeah. cut. They were in the Bahamas and like, how far is the Bahamas from Miami? I mean, there might have been like a, a moment where he went without, where he could have went and they just like assumed that we would That's put true. two and two together. Yeah. It's just a few But it wasn't levels. very clear. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know why. Anytime Eva Green talked for more than one word, I had no idea what she was saying. I could not understand her. There were some parts with him, too. Right? Like, like when he, when, um, Daniel Craig was talking to the, the girl trying to bring her home. You remember that, the first one? Oh, the wife? Yeah, the wife. So, he said, like. Uh, uh, you must be out of practice or something like that, or I'm out of practice. And you, you couldn't even understand at all. He was like, 
a lot of progress. I know. I it's like, like, can you just turn up the volume? Yeah. Like, like can I, you like speak louder? Please. Use your voice. You I know. know. You have, you're an actor. This is a $150 million <laughs> budget. You can't afford a boom mic. Like, I mean, if you're going to like flirt with somebody and close them and bring them home, you got to like. Yeah. We got to be able to hear what you say. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. For context, this is the scene where Daniel Craig is in the Bahamas and yeah. he's in that ocean resort and the. Bad guy, the henchman number one's wife was like upset or something, and then they were flirting. And is that when he was driving yeah. the car? Yeah. Oh yeah, badass car. He just won the guy's car in a poker game. Yeah, great scene. Right. Great scene. Okay, yeah. Right. I don't know why I could not understand her at all. I don't know if it was like she didn't have a fully British accent. I think she's Swedish. Yeah, she's definitely not. British. Yeah, so it was very hard for me to understand her. I've seen this movie like four times, so I was mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, I get the gist of it, but I was like, I have no idea what she's saying. Yeah. Um, this is my only major, major flaw with the movie. Mm. I think this movie is 20 minutes too long. I kind of agree with you, but you love that ending. I, the only thing I don't like about the ending is that. She dies. Spoiler alert. Vesper dies. And... Um, it doesn't like, matter. It, still watch the movie. <laughs> still watch the movie. It's, it's yeah. so good. Um, so and then M is just like, oh yeah, she was in love with another guy. Like, they explained all that over the phone. And it was so rushed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know if they could have just, like, taken out, like, five minutes from the fight scenes in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Or they just, like cut but, out but you know what i think him talking to M, like yeah. that backstory but it just felt too long for me i agree did, did you like the ending what do you think about the ending well i wanted to talk about that okay um so in the ending you find out she betrayed him she was working for the other guys and she kills herself mm-hmm. do you think vesper actually loved james bond yes why um well she saved his life multiple times you know, with the but could that car be out of like fib- pity? Oh, no. great scene. <laughs> Definitely not for pity. I mean, she didn't have to, like, remember um, M said that she made a deal to spare his life? Yeah. She didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I really think she loved him, but she was going to get screwed either way. Yeah. Because when she first met him, she didn't knew, know... That she was going to fall for him. She didn't know at that point. Yeah. So she was part of this whole elaborate plan. Right? To get the... the Whatever. Spectre or whoever. The money. To get them the money. Yeah. And then she fell in love with him. And she had to sacrifice herself. But... Um, n- not giving any of the plot away, of course. No, of course. Um, we are purely spoiler free on this podcast that's 20 minutes in already and i've talked about so many things but besides that (laughs) right (laughs) yeah but um yeah so like she already she didn't expect to fall for him and i think that's why everything's so tangled up because a lot of the stuff that she did was preliminary stuff yeah before she fell for him and then she had to kind of like adjust yeah you know what i mean See, I would make the case that she never loved him. Okay. Because this is how I understood the arc to go for James Bond. Mm-hmm. He has to feel that utter betrayal to, for him to move on and develop as a character. 
Yeah. Because if you just had, like, oh, no, she did love you the whole time, then it's kind of like... Well, it really is ambiguous. It is very ambiguous. Yeah, like, we don't know... It could go either way. I mean, you make a valid point. She could well, totally not. Love I also him. think there's something to be said about how she just felt like a moral obligation to protect him, not out of love, but out of like, oh, he loves me so much and he doesn't know that I'm going to betray him. Like, I should help him. Totally possible. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's the vibe I got. I thought it was a great story. Like I think great. it's impossible not to fall in love with James Bond. Like, That's let's true. be real. This is, honestly, yeah. This is the coolest guy ever. That's true. You know what I mean? He's, like, he's such a good... They're, they're so on the same level. Yeah. Like, intellectually. Oh, they just had insane chemistry. They I mean, really did. And, like, the bantering. I don't know. It, it was yeah, just, they really developed... They took time in the screenplay... To really develop that relationship. Yeah. And I think... It shows. It shows. I just wish at the end they would have, like, maybe done a bigger reveal. Because I know the thing with the necklace was, like, the... Oh, she had, like, a past guy that she was in love with. Mm -hmm. But that was so not clear. I've watched it yeah. four times and I kind of just picked up on that. Mm. So I wish there was a way to maybe where they, they had Maybe they did that her. on purpose. Like, they want you to watch it four times. You maybe. know, like Kubrick... Yeah. Where, like, he'll he'll kind of, like, shift something so that you only notice it after multiple viewings. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it sounds, doesn't sound like a James Bond thing to do. But <laughs> you never I, know. Hey, this movie's definitely grows with you, so. That's true. Well, yeah. those were my only quirks. Did you have any, like, things you were like, oh, that's kind of weird, or this is a perfect movie, or, uh. Um, well, there's definitely a lot of, like, you know, like, that doesn't make sense kind of things. Like plot holes? Yeah, like, just like, mm, like, you know, when he was getting shot behind a piece of wood, you know, by an Uzi. Yeah. He was just kind of like, <laughs> nah. By or how Uzi many times does he, like, run through the, the and he's door? getting shot at, no, 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 just like in a hallway. Oh, uh, yeah. And they're shooting at him and they never catch him. Yeah. But you know what they do to kind of, like, offset the, the fact that he's not being shot. Yeah. Is they'll have someone else get shot. So at least at that point, at least you're kind of like, well, someone's getting shot. There's so, like believability. Yeah, there's believability. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I think about the opening chase scene. So which, good. by the way, best chase scene ever recorded on film. Amen. On foot. So true. Insane. I literally don't know how they shot that. Oh my god. Like on the crane? How yeah. do you shoot that? And you know that that's actually him. That wasn't like stunt double. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Because I don't know if y'all know this non-movie people. If an actor gets injured because he doesn't have a stunt double and they have to shut down production, it is very expensive. <laughs> yeah. Most movies, that's why they have to have stunt doubles. Not because the right. actors can't do it, but it's just too much of a risk. And that is a major risk that he mm -hmm. took. That the movie yeah. took. I wonder why they did that. I mean, it just adds to the believability of it. You yeah. know, it's like when he's doing it, you can tell. Yeah. When they're well, it's like when someone's doing it versus CGI. Yeah. It's so much better. It's like you can tell. But even like a stunt double, a lot of times you can tell. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know why he did it. I mean, good choice though. Maybe it really just, adds to the yeah. nuance. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, he's on a freaking crane. Yeah, that's moving. 
It's like literally and like it's movie. <laughs> I know, Jesus Christ. That's one of those um like scenes where you like cannot catch a break. You're like on the edge of your seat for like the 10 minutes. It's so good. And there's so many things like First of all, it's a long sequence. There's no talking. Yeah. But what one thing I really like about it is well, first of all, the camera moves from shot to shot. Yeah. As like the edit the the editing is incredible. In I literally movie. look at that. Look what I wrote. That was Grenine. Editing. editing. <laughs> I can't believe the editing. I mean, it was so. I'm surprised it didn't get like nominated for anything because that editing is like. I mean, just top belief. to bottom, everything's good. Editing, writing, acting, like. Yeah. Well, let's get into that. Let's get into what I loved about this movie. Okay. And there's a lot. All right. Cool. I'm really surprised. I loved. I didn't. I really like this movie. This is a really well made movie. Mm-hmm. So good. Every bro out there, this will be your favorite movie. You need to watch it. I agree, 100%. The opening, very opening, black and white. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. So I I watched another review, and it was like, the way that they dealt with the saturation of the black and white to, like, juxtapose the flashback is, like, white on black, Hmm. and then the present when he's in the office is black on white. So it's, like, black and white, but it's two different, like... Oh, the flashback within the flashback? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. And I just thought that was like, like you watch that, you're like, this is going to be a different movie, you know? And it's just like that level of detail. It just got me. I was like, I don't know what I'm watching, but this is so cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just shut down your brain. You're like, whoa, this is amazing. And then I really think this is the best opening credits with the cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was going to ask you about that. I, re- I like, didn't like the music, but I yeah, loved yeah, yeah, yeah. the visuals. I agreed. Um, so all the Bond movies, just for context, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They have, like, they'll have, like, their opening scene, and then they'll they'll have, like, a credit scene. It's, like, animated. Right, and it's always, like, some kind of funky, like, cartoony animation type thing. For Skyfall, the, sorry to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, no, absolutely. For Skyfall, it was like that octopus, like mm-hmm. weird under the sea. And then it was Adele, the yeah, Adele song, which yeah. was really good. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I think this one was the best one. Yeah, this was, I think so too. Yeah. It was, uh, it was basically like cartoon cards and yeah. like, you know, like a poker game. and. Well, I like that like every time this like black and white outline of james bond in the credit sequence would shoot someone they'd like fall apart into like hearts mm-hmm. or diamonds like right. it's so on spot with the motif of the movie right it's just ah oh, gorgeous yeah loved it yeah it was like really just like visually pleasing so yeah honestly i could just watch that and i'd be like <laughs> get me a deck of yeah. cards i'm ready Let's to play. does play that poker. not make you think like poker is the coolest thing ever i will say this that poker scene poker in real life extremely boring <laughs> you're takes, right like, takes six I mean, hours i don't know I, like on tv yeah 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 also i heard this like apparently a lot of co- uh poker players are like insanely addicted to like ritalin and cocaine because the game is so long and they have to be so sharp. That's how they like stay. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. Little fun fact. I know, I literally have no idea how to play poker. Me neither. It sounds very complicated. Well, it's probably super easy for people listening who know yeah. how to play. But I don't know. I'm just kind of like. I'm not like big on gambling. But I mean. Yeah. Is that After yeah, watching gambling. this movie, I'm just like. They man, make it seem like it's poker like a. Poker seems so cool. 
I know they make it seem like it's like a high stakes like football game or something. Yeah, it's I mean it's so... just like so intense. Yeah, and there's so much pressure and there's so much. And I mean, honestly, since we're just like spoiling the movie, um, he almost gets poisoned in the middle of the game. I know, and he just comes back like, "What's up? I'm James Bond. You tried <laughs> to kill me. <laughs> you suck." But they did it in a cool way, not in a cheesy way, not and that's at all. so. And he made his own drink. Oh yeah. Vesper martini. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, well, I've heard from a lot of people who have tried it that it is amazing. Really? Yeah, and they basically do what he says, which is I think it's like three quarters Gordon, half measure vodka, or I don't know, I can't remember. Lemon uh, twist. Uh, a thin slice of lemon peel. Oh shit. Like shaken over or something with ice. I don't know. It, it's amazing. Dude, uh, gotta try that sometime yeah. in my life. And one thing I did want to talk to you about, I don't know if you have have it like go for it, dude, on your agenda. But um, kind of going back to sort of like the end and then other little parts, pretty much any kind of like stereotypical thing that they would have in any Bond movie preceding this one, they would play with. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it was like a tease. Yeah, like um, shaken, not stirred. The guy asked him that. Every Bond movie, he says, shaken, not stirred. Yeah. And then the bartender asks him, do you want it shaken or stirred? And he says, do I look like I give a damn? I know. And that's basically like saying like, this is a new bond. You know what I mean? Like, this is my bond. We're changing the game up. I know. We know the rules, but we're, we're doing our own thing with them. And then the other thing was the ending when he said Bond, James Bond, at the end, introducing himself. All the other movies, it was at the beginning, like the first time you see him. Yeah. That's like how they introduce him. Well, that goes back to the arc of like, after she betrayed him and he feels nothing, he's That's truly true. Bond. Right, so now we're starting yeah. all the other movies. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, totally. also, a little note on Skyfall. Sorry, this is like, the only reason I want to compare this to Skyfall so much is because I think Casino Royale is way better and it makes me very upset that everyone thinks Skyfall is like the holy grail of movies. I did watch it in the last week. I did think it was slightly boring. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Totally what, different What were movie. we just talking about? Uh, we were talking about like the ending. The I'm Bond or whatever. Bond oh, this James is what Bond. made me mad about Skyfall. Yeah. They did the same thing in Skyfall mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh, it's a new Bond. I was like, they did it in Casino Royale first. Do like, they do it at the end of the movie? In no, it's like, uh, there's like a scene in Skyfall where he gets like, he just passed all the exams. He's about to go back into the field and he like meets Q uh-huh. and Q gives him like a gun and he's like, what, this is it? He's like, what did you expect? Like, guns and cars? Like, like a nod to, like, the 60s Bond? I was like, they did the same joke in Casino Royale. Well, yeah, and that, that you know, that brings up an interesting point. Yeah. Like, when I was saying, like, they switch stuff. Yeah. So, obviously, Lashif is the first villain that's not like, hey, I'm trying to take over the world. Yeah. So, they did the same thing, like, taking away the gadgets. Yeah. Because Pierce Brosnan, every Bond before him had all these cheesy gadgets. Yeah. They were like, no, forget that. Just give the guy a gun. Yeah. He's good. And I think that made it better. I think so, too. I think some of the gadgets are fine. Like, they're bringing it back now. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. But I do kind of like that in this new Bond, they allude it. Or the new trailer, 
for No Time to Kill. If y'all haven't seen it, go or look no at it. No Time to Die. No Time to Die. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no Time to Die, new James Bond movie coming out next year. They just released the trailer. And at the end, you see him in the Aston Martin and he just like pushes a button and the guns come out. That was and it's cool. like, I think that was like the perfect amount of like cheesy gadgets yeah, that exactly. like I want to see. Yes. You know? Totally agree. Love it. Um, so we talked about that. We just talked about the opening fight scene. How good. Oh my. I cannot get over how good that, that chase scene was. I know. When he's in Madagascar. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. And you know, the guy he's chasing invented parkour 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 yeah so like the first time i saw this movie like you know you know that james bond villains can be like cheesy and cartoony and like they could be mutants dr evil (laughs) exactly (laughs) so i thought this guy that he was chasing was like a mutant of some kind like i really thought that the first i didn't realize it was just like a chase scene yeah like i thought this guy was like a spider-man hybrid yeah. like he was jumping on walls and stuff i know and i that well that's what i love about it too because it really juxtaposes i've said that word twice i don't <laughs> normally use big words um how things are supposed to be done in the spy world and how bond does it because this guy just like sneakily crawls and jumps and leaps through cars and through uh, the tiniest window and Bond just like smashes through a wall. Right. He's like, I'm not going to fuck around with this like little window. I'm just going to break this wall. Yeah. And it's just (laughs) so cool because he doesn't even have, it's like he doesn't even have time to think about what he's doing. He just does it. Right. It's so entertaining. So entertaining. Um, I love that. Okay. First of all, there's a part in the scene where he's like climbing up the the scaffolding oh yeah it's yeah. like there's layers to go up to the crane and he's right. climbing up the scaffolding and there's this other random guy and he just has a rattlesnake and like throws it at james oh, bond yeah. i thought that yeah. was so funny i know so yeah i know there was like so many things that i was like this movie's kind of really funny there were a few things like it's... like when he caught the gun and just threw it at the guy's face yeah i thought that was so well like it was perfect humor execution because he literally caught the gun just like are you stupid? <laughs> just like cut yeah. through in his face. And you know what's funny is like all those little things. Yeah. They're entertaining. But it's kind of like a Fellini style. Yeah. You know, where like there's always movement. Yeah. Like you can. Fellini's you can some... an Italian director. Yeah. Very Fellini's famous. 50s, director, 60s. 50s, 60s. Yeah. Uh, but what he would do was like he would direct people like, okay, move. Okay, grab the guy's hat. Okay, turn around. Okay, turn back to the guy. Okay, and then. He would like not have audio and then they would dub over it. Yeah. But it was super interesting to watch because there's always all this movement, this random spontaneity. Yeah. And I feel like there was a lot of that in this movie and it added to the excitement of the chase scene and like all the, even the airport one, you know? That's another really great, I can't, I'm on the edge of my seat. I need, I can't catch my breath kind of scene. Um... Another thing I loved about this movie, Le Chief, coolest bad guy ever. Yeah. Like, I never noticed that he cries blood. 
I know, right? Very subtle. Very subtle. I've seen this movie four times. The first time I noticed he's crying blood. And then James Bond made a reference to it later. Yeah. And I just, it just completely flew over my head until I watched right. this. I was like, they don't talk loud enough. No. <laughs> They're you like, speak up, man. Dude, Come on. just like, turn, literally in editing, just put the volume up. Yeah, like, it's totally. so easy. Um, and I liked that everyone in this movie was so ambiguous. Like, yeah. Le Chief, literally, what country is he from? You don't know. <laughs> he can be from anywhere. He could be from... He could be South African. He could be. Yeah. Um. Well, I think they mentioned that he was Albanian, but that was, like, a very quick, like, throw-off line. I think Mad... Uh, not Mads? No, no, no. M mentioned it when she mm. was, like, ex- expositioning to James Bond. Yeah. But I was like, this dude could be from France. He could be from... Canada, he could be from South Africa, he could be from... I think the real guy's from Denmark. Really? So he could uh, be Danish. Well, I'm saying that I really liked that it was like... And he always wore black. Yeah. Black. black tie, like... I know. Well, I think that's yeah. costuming to show that, like, not only do you need to focus on him, but he's dark. He's right. the bad guy. It's just, like, a subtle layer. Yeah, and I, I gotta throw this in there. I mean, the fact that he has asthma... Yeah. God, that's so, like, adds so much to it. I mean, like, he cries blood. He's, like, he's this, like, larger-than-life guy, and yeah. he has asthma. Yeah. And that just, like, humanizes him so much. Was it, like, what was it, is it an Anchorman where someone's, like, no one makes me bleed my own blood? <laughs> yeah, it's Anchorman, yeah. Oh, that's man. Funny. Sorry I cut you off again. No, no, it's all good. I mean, I don't know, you know, it's. I think characters are more compelling when they have flaws. Yeah. And it's crazy because we really don't know anything about Lashif, but they fleshed him out so well. I know. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Well, he was crazy. also a villain on two fronts, right? Because he was James Bond tracking him down. His clients who he screwed over tracking him down. So there's oh, so much right. stake, you know? Yeah. It's like he's truly like him against the world yeah there's a lot of layers there i yeah. know it's just so well that's awesome yeah <sighs> who wrote this movie good job you uh, yeah i don't seriously. know what i don't know i could look a it high up. five or something amen um also i think this is the movie that i this is the only movie where i liked em and really did, yeah i didn't really like her in skyfall she was gone inspector like this is the movie where she played the role that she was supposed to play yeah. as M, and I just liked it. It was a background character. It was a little spice. It wasn't overpowering. Skyfall is like all about M. I know. Yeah. I didn't like that. I don't care about M. I care about James Bond. Yeah, I agree. She was so good in this movie. So good. Um, She's actually in all the Pierce Brosnan movies too. I think I knew that. She's she kills it in Goldeneye. Really? Yeah. I need to watch that. You gotta watch Goldeneye. Um, also really quick, some famous cameos in this movie that I thought was really weird. Richard Branson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really weird. He's at the airport and getting security checked. Um, Alessandro Ambrosio was just casually in the background. I was just like. casually hitting on him. I know. <laughs> I was like, uh, it was the scene where he like just like fucked up all the cars and yeah. then he's like walking to the hotel and these two like tennis girls are like, oh, who's that guy? And one of them's Alessandra Ambrosio, who's like the highest paid model in the world. That's, That's like crazy. Why don't you put her as the wife? I never knew that until you told me. I know, dude, you need to go back. I was yeah. like, that's her. And then also, Tobias Menzies, who you don't know who that is, but if any of you guys watch Game of Thrones, it was Edmure Tully, the guy who got married at the Red Wedding. Wow. And then he also <laughs> plays 
Prince Philip in the new season of The Crown, who I no one watched that show, but I love that show. So I was like freaking out. I was like, what is he doing as an assistant saying like two lines? He's yeah. such a good actor. Anyway, other things I loved. I loved how the smallest details were so vital to this movie. Mm. So like you see James Bond in the ocean a few times, right? Yeah. He emerges. Why does he do that? Because at the end of the movie, he needs to be able to hold his breath to outlive her. That That's interesting. That's good. Right? Wow. I never thought of that. Right? Yes. That's that's so deep. Because if you think about it, you're like, they were in the underwater for the same amount of time. Don't you think he should have died too? Yeah, like unknowingly he was preparing for that moment. Exactly. And he still couldn't save her. Exactly. It was like yeah. subtle foreshadowing. Another moment I noticed is uh, the parkour guy. <laughs> if you look at him, he has like all of these burns. Le Chief. No. Like, okay. No, the, the parkour. No, 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 no. I know. I, I thought you were going to say like that was like a segue for a No, 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 no. But you know how they blow up the embassy? Yeah. And it catches on fire? Mm -hmm. That guy leads to that point in the movie. So it's like the burns are foreshadowing for how he's going to meet his oh, demise. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Um, But there were so many things like that too, like in the airport scene. um, The reason he's driving a gas truck. He's driving an airplane gas truck because mm -hmm. when the bomb blows off, it can't just be a little explosion. It has to blow up the whole airport. Yeah. So it's like the gas, like multiple. It's just like so many things that you would never think of that are so nuanced that are just brilliant. Right. Yeah, I agree. Love, love. Did you catch the bomb thing? That it was on him? Yeah. Like if you rewatch it, because I've watched it so many times and it took me like 10 times to finally see it. But... So when he comes back in the car and he's wrestling with the guy, yeah, there's a moment where he looks down and he looks at the guy's belt while they're fighting. Yeah, I noticed that. Okay, you did notice yes, that. Yes, I did notice that. That's and the Hitchcock thing where it's like uh, it's just storyboarded. So... You know, it's like boom, 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 boom. And he just, ah, oh, it's so it's clear a... with visuals. So good. You, you could totally just like turn off the volume. And totally be immersed in this. Amen. That's so true. Also, yeah. I had a note about that. So James Bond is silent most of the movie until Vesper comes in. And it's like she brings the Ooh, chatter out of him. That's good. Man. She's the one who talks to him and he starts talking more. You know yeah. what I mean? You're making some really good points. Thank you. I am an amateur film lover. <laughs> yeah. I've listened to a podcast or two. Cool. Um, also, this is my favorite scene in the movie. Mm. Train scene. Bond meets Vesper. Good scene. Great scene. Great scene. It's just like everything you need to know. Fireworks. I know. And like, it, again, it's that thing where you just establish like, she's not a Bond girl. Yeah, she's, she's not going to take his, his shit. No, she no. calls him out for what he is, you know? And it's just, and what they're saying has so much to say about their characters but it's not in a way that's like beating you over the head with exposition. Mm -hmm. um, also, I wrote a line where she completely dissects the James Bond character in like three sentences. Right. There's like a scene or there's something she says about how like, oh, you see women as objects because blah, 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 blah. It's like you see women, women as uh, objects instead of meaningful pursuits. Yeah. Yeah. But that just summarizes... Disposable objects. Disposable objects. Instead of meaningful pursuits. 
A, great written line. Beautifully So written. good. And yeah. B, that's literally every single relationship James Bond has ever had in the 20 movies that have come before this. And it's just like a quick, like... Yeah. It's just so... I can feel that on you, like, right away. Yeah. And it's true. And it's like, so true. And it, it just subverts your expectations immediately. Because you know he's not going to be that anymore from this point on. Until she dies. Exactly. And then he goes back to it. Exactly. It's like a recovering alcoholic that just, like, back into the alcohol craziness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it's women. <laughs> anyway. It's everything. I yeah. love that scene. I do, too. So good. It's my favorite scene in the movie. What's your favorite scene in the movie? Either the chase scene. The first or, one? Yeah, the first chase scene. Or the poker scene. Those are... At Casino Royale? Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, which one? There's like six. <laughs> the last no, one? No, the last one. Okay, the big yeah. one. Yeah. He just got poisoned. So much suspense in that scene. I know. Yeah, and the poison... When he gets poisoned, like... So good. Oh, man. Those are... Yeah, those are the... The whole thing is brilliant. I know. Um, I, I, I also... No, you know what? My favorite, like, micro scene... Yeah. Is him with a girl in the shower. with Him with Vesper in the shower. Yeah. Why? Just because there, there's that human element and I could feel it. Like, I could feel the affection, the compassion, the tenderness. Yeah. And he's not a tender guy. No. He's never tender. He's an assassin. And at that moment, you realize, like, he really cares about her. Yeah. And he's human. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I love that. And the music is beautiful. The music in this movie is actually really good. Yeah. Except, like, except for the opening song. but Yeah, but you can't win them all. And <laughs> It's not bad, but... But when you're like... When you take a step back and you're watching the scenes, like the the chase scene, the music is perfectly like mm, in tune. Yeah. And then when you watch like him playing poker, it's like subtle, smooth, long notes on a violin. And you're like, this is perfect. It matches tonally. Perfect. Yeah, good Yay. job. Good job, person who, uh, who does Campbell that. Campbell or whoever picked it. Music person, good job. Yeah. Um, so now we're gonna get into a bonus feature section. Woo right. woo 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 woo. Trivia. No. <laughs> I should do that. Good idea. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about this No Time to Die trailer because I felt Ooh. differently than you did, and I yeah. think that would be fun to talk a little I'm bit about. I'm kind of surprised at how you felt about it. Yeah. Oh, I saw. I thought about another thing I didn't like that I didn't tell you before. I didn't like the humor. I didn't like that he was like checking into a thing, and they were like, "What's your name?" And he's like Bond, and they're like, "He's like James Bond." Yeah, like, he was like annoyed like by it. Like, come on, dude. I know. How many? You haven't seen my movies? I know. <laughs> dude, I freaking run British intelligence. Yeah, I don't know come who on, I am. Dude, I'm Daniel Craig. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I look at, it'd be so funny if in that movie, I'll, I'll forget everything I said bad about the trailer. If in that movie, someone goes, you kind of look like Daniel Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should totally do that. They should totally was, do that. Oh my that. gosh. And uh, yeah, and the, the part where he's, Hugh, I missed you. Yeah. I was like, you don't have this much personality. Well, I mean, they got the writer from Fleabag, so we'll oh, see. That's true. That's true. All these little quirky things. I'm, I am I. think it looks awesome. I'm so excited. I just like... I like the director. He directed True Detective. What's his name? Uh, Fukunaga or something. Okay. Carrie Fukunaga. Um, he... It, it just... 
he wrote it, and I love that. I like when directors write. Right. When it's like these kind of movies. Right? Because you don't want just like, you know, a hamster on a wheel to just come in and just write the movie, and there you go, boom, I got my paycheck, whatever. Yeah. When it's a director, they're more invested because it's kind of like, you know, their head on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as like directing it. No one really, I mean, the writing is like, it's great, people remember you, it's bad, no one cares, right? True, true to true. Yeah. I don't know, I just didn't like, this is my biggest problem with it, is I just didn't like that they brought all the backstory from Spectre and expected you to know who Leah Sudo is in that movie, who Christoph Waltz is in that movie. I'm not a James Bond person, so I was like, I literally watched this trailer, I was like, oh yeah, she's in the last movie, I have no idea what happened in the last movie. Right. Um, well, we should watch it. <laughs> That's true. It'll be fun. Uh, yeah. I did love the gadgets. We talked about that earlier mm-hmm. in this episode. How it's like car, and it looks so cool. Yeah. And then it just turns to him with like the classic gun barrel shot. And I was just like, okay, that sounds kind of badass. Oh, totally. And uh, for me, I, I like what I like about it. What like really gets me excited more than anything is like kind of like you know, the scenery of where he is. Yeah. Right? Because he's at the Bahamas. He's at the, you know, he's in London. He's in, I don't know, he's in the snow somewhere. Like, he's in... in no Time to Die? Yeah. Oh, I think he was, like, in Mexico, too. And he's in Mexico. Like, he's all over the place. And that's really important for a Bond movie. That's true. And, I don't know, it looks like they did a good job with that. And just all the action looks really incredible. Yeah. And all, all the other stuff, you know... Time will tell, I guess, because we really don't know how they're going to present it. Yeah. But, like, as far as, like, the main ingredients of, like, awesome action, great scenery, you know, exciting, um, I guess for you, maybe not so much, but, like, did you notice the the CIA guy? Yeah. 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 Oh, he's in the trailer. Yeah. CIA I just had a stroke. I'm sorry. The CIA guy from Casino Royale who bought him back into the poker game. Yeah, Felix. Felix is in... No the, Time to Die. Yeah, the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he... Uh, I think the story goes... He tells him... Because he's, like, in retirement or something. And he finds him in a club and tells him, like, that a scientist has been kidnapped. Yeah. And so he goes to investigate it. Like, that's pretty much all we got. Wasn't well, it Dr. No... I think, think that's the... No, I know that... Yeah, it's No Time to Die. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's who Ram- Rami Malek is so playing. so <laughs> blown right now. That's who so Rami Malek is playing. metal hands. Oh, man. <laughs> I think I just broke my brother. <laughs> You're awesome. See, I, I like when movies get spoiled. I do, too. I don't think it degrades because from it the never movie. Made, like, I go to a movie for the experience of the acting. Yeah. And how everything's put together and executed. Yeah. Like, a piece of information is not going to make me enjoy a movie more or less. I'm so glad you say that. Because I've spoiled so many movies and people get so (laughs) mad at me. And I'm like, dude, this movie's been around for 20 years. It's still going to be... If it's really a good movie... Yeah. Then it shouldn't matter if you know what happens in the end. That's so true. You watch the movie and it's executed well. The acting, everything... Like, for me, a great movie is when you don't even know you're watching a movie. That's so true. You know true. what I'm saying? You're like, just, like, in a trance. Yeah, yeah. When you're, like, 
looking down, you're like, oh, there's popcorn, and, like, you can hear someone talking. That's a bad movie. That's so true. Yeah. Well. Everything needs to be, like, invisible, you know? Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Um, do you know how many times I've gotten yelled at for spoiling Game of Thrones? The show's literally over. It's been on the air for 10 years. Stop yelling at me. Okay, anyway. <laughs> you it. Yeah. yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> there I said it. Um, do you have any final thoughts, Casino Royale? If you haven't seen this movie, you need to watch it immediately. It's it's so good. Like, it is so good. Like, just do yourself a favor and get it on whatever, on Prime or... Yeah, we rented it on Prime. We literally yeah. watched this movie, like, two hours ago. And oh, so good. I'm not gonna lie, it's really, <laughs> really good. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone could watch this movie and be like, mm. you know? They're, 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 the haters are out there. But, but like, I just shook the table, I apologize. But <laughs> like, what's, like, I, I'm the biggest, pickiest movie person ever. And I had like four notes. And they weren't even that big of a note. I think there's just like, there's Skyfall people. There's Casino Royale people. And it really just kind of depends what you want. Because Skyfall is more like character development, heavy dialogue. Yeah. Some people prefer that. Well, this is another thing that I really liked about this movie. Is in Skyfall, the villain made no sense to me. Mm -hmm. Like Silva, that's his name, right? Yeah. He literally had no motivation. Did he die? I think so. I think Bond killed him. But like, what makes me mad about that movie is that he had no motivation other than like, I'm mad at M. That's so dumb. Like, here in this movie, Lashif had the both fronts. That's why it was so important for him to win the poker game. Because he could get killed by his clients, or he could be killed by James Bond. Like, that's so nuanced. Yeah. And then Silva was just like, what's his name? Benicio Del Toro being really good. Or, no, uh, Javier Bardem. They're the same person. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Both great actors. I'm sorry. That was, I should not have said that. But that's we all were funny. thinking it. It's all good. <laughs> also, but really quick, I will say one really good thing about Skyfall that I really like. It's like probably my favorite thing in any James Bond movie I've seen is in the train. The opening sequence of Skyfall, he's in the train. The, he basically like the back of the train comes off. James Bond jumps into the train as the back is coming off. And he just kind of does like this with his jacket and just like adjusts his cufflinks mm. when the the back of the fucking train just like blew off like a foot from him. Yeah. And it's just so baller. Yeah. It's just He's a baller. so badass. He does it all in a Tom Ford suit. Dude, I know. With like Tom the Ford. most relaxed face. Great director, Tom Ford. You need to watch Nocturnal Animals. That's the uh, most underrated I'll watch movie it. ever. Um anyway, we've been talking for a long time. Yeah. Uh it's been fun. It's been fun. So out of Let's see. What's a symbol in this movie? Like symbol. How, out of out of how, out of ten martinis, shaken not stirred. How many martinis do you give this movie? Ten. Ten out of ten martinis. Ten out of ten martinis. Let's I'm gonna give drunk. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten martinis. That's good. I'll yeah. Take that. I'm so picky, and that's like. I really like this movie. I forgot about how much this is yeah. a very well-made movie. That makes me really happy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's so good. I'm glad um, we can like, see that you know, <laughs> together. Sometimes we fight about movies. All the time. All the time. But it's fun. Mm -hmm. All yeah. in good fun. Anyway, good fun. any last words of wisdom? <sighs> this has been a lot of fun. I'm going to miss you. Aww. Yeah. Oh, I have the best big brother in the world. Yeah, <laughs> love you. Love you too. Anyway, Merry Christmas. 
Merry if you're watching this, Chris McCaw. Chris McCaw. <laughs> Merry Chrysler for all the millennials out <laughs> yeah. there. If any of you are not listening to this on Christmas, Christmas, oh my Chris God, Mika. we just, I, <laughs> I can't even say it anymore. Christmas, yeah. then have a nice day. Thank you for listening. And always take your martinis, shaken, not stirred, baby. Woo! Was that it? <laughs>